In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles, The Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink. And with me, all the way from East Bridgewater, wherever the hell that is, is the queen of East Bridgewater's most haunted, the blonde bombshell, the most something or other. And Runway Kerrigan. Well, hello and good evening. Hi, everybody. Did Hi, you Ron. ever think you'd be putting up with me for all this long? My no. God, no. No. <laughs> it is <Yeah>. amazing. <clears throat> it is it amazing. Because you know what? You asked me um, last May. Really? May. And look, it's already March. And I'm. it's like bang and... Uh, I find it hard to believe that it just flown by. So you can't be that bad, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're just getting warmed up. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, what are you doing for St. Patrick's Day? Oh, I'm having a big party. Are you really? Yeah, on Saturday, no. though, not tomorrow. Well, that's not St. Patrick's Day. Well, I know, but we're just going to pretend that Saturday is St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> well, that's like you could have it in July and pretend it's St. Patrick's Day. It doesn't really count, does it? Oh, well, you know, when you're Irish, Irish every day is St. Patrick's Day. So, <laughs> so what? Right? What? 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 A, a sure. little beer? Yeah. Little, yep. little beer, and you know, it's St. Patrick's Day all the time. There you go. What can I say? A little green beer, <laughs> right? Yeah, we're going to have some harp. Hop. Or hop, as we say in New England, hop. I like, you know, just like real beer, just plain, ordinary, almost water beer. Like Bud Light. <laughs> we drink Light. We drink that, too. Oh, Coors, Coors Light. Light is like water. Yes. That was, well, that was great when we played hockey because uh, it was good afterwards. I mean, if, when you when you go into the, the locker room, the first beer goes down like water, and then the second mm-hmm. one, yeah, yeah, so whatever. But uh, <laughs> that's why we, we went there anyways. Um, but anyway, yeah. um, if you want to join us, you are listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, and you can join us on our page, right? What is that page? Uh, we are on Facebook, and we're called Ghost Chronicles-Next Generation. Hop on and uh, like us. We'd like mm-hmm. you to like us. Yep. And um, I am 
monitoring that all night. So if you're a shy person, you don't want to hop in the chat room and, and be chatty, and but just want to quietly listen and maybe comment on our Facebook page. Jump right on, and uh, we'll uh, we'll let you know. We'll talk back to you. There you go. Okay. And, uh, of course, you can join us in the Tojanet chat room. And if you go on uh, www.togi.net.com. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, More brain cells down the lips. tube. <laughs> uh, Tojanet.com. Yes. Or Toginet Dropcon or whatever they call it. I don't know. But that's that's where it is. <laughs> so, anyways, it's... it's uh, Coming up to St. Patrick's Day, right? Right. Okay. And every St. Patrick's Day since I've been doing this show, I've been playing, well, not everyone, but as long as this thing's been around, I've been playing this little bit, and I think it is perhaps the most interesting. It's evidence where they've actually captured uh, Mm. of a leprechaun. So can we play that, Erica? Well, just in time for St. Patrick's Day, crowds are coming by the dozens to get an up-close view at what some say is a piece of Irish folk- folklore. Some people in the Crichton area of Mobile say a leprechaun has taken up residence in their neighborhood. A leprechaun. NBC 15's <laughs> Brian Johnson has more. Curiosity leads to large crowds in Mobile's Crichton community. Many of you bring binoculars, camcorders, even camera phones to take pictures. To me, it looks like a leprechaun to me. I got to do look up in the tree. Who else in the leprechaun say yeah? <laughs> Eyewitnesses say the leprechaun only comes out at night. If you shine a light in its direction, it suddenly disappears. This amateur sketch resembles what many of you say the leprechaun looks like. Others find it hard to believe and have come up with their own theories and explanations for the image. My theory is it's casting a shadow from the other limb. Could be a crackhead. I got hold to the wrong stuff, and it told me to get up in a tree and play a leprechaun. We're going to get down to the bottom of this. Let's get it on there, guy. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, man. This guy, helping to direct traffic, says he's prepared for his encounter with the leprechaun. He's suited up from head to toe. This was our spells right here. This is a special leprechaun flute, which has been passed down from thousands of years ago from my great-great-grandfather, who was Irish. I just came to help out. Others just came to get lucky in hopes a pot of gold may be buried under this tree. I'm going to run a back hole and uproot that tree. I want to know where to go. I want to go. Give me to go. I want to go. This is Brian Johnson, NBC 15 News. People will do anything for a pot of gold. I mean, anything. You know what I like? I like the amateur sketch of the leprechaun. Yeah. Like somebody got a really good look at it and got that good drawing of it. Who did that? I want to know who sketched that. I don't know. Maybe Brian sketched it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good story. <laughs> That is my favorite video. In fact, if you want to see that video, you can oh go onto my site on Facebook, which is Ronald Kolick. And unlike some people, I do accept just about anyone. Oh, uh, oh. oh. well, or you can join us in our uh, page, which is Ghost Chronicles: The Next Generation. Yes, either one, either one. Hey, you know what? Well, I have to. You know, I just I can't just accept anyone. You know, there's a lot of you know. Whatever. Strange people out there. We we chase invisible people <laughs> in the dark. How strange is yeah. that? <laughs> I know. I know. But, you know, I just, uh, whatever. You can't yeah. be too careful. A blonde yeah, bombshell can't be too careful. Uh, yeah, whatever. 
<laughs> anyways, um, uh, we have a great guest on the show. We've, we've kept it waiting for a long time. But anyways, if you want to check that video out, it's really awesome. It's my one of my favorite videos of it all is time. Funny. It is it on is my web, my uh, Facebook website, and it's also on our page website, which you ought to join. I mean, you ought to join it. Just like yes. it. It doesn't yeah. cost you anything, for God's sakes. Don't be right. so cheap. Right. So anyways, <laughs> so, um, anyways, this guy was... Uh, he was in uh, France, Orleans, France. Yeah. Uh, is that where we got New Orleans? I guess so. Anyway. New Orleans. Yeah, whatever. Declared dead by doctors in Orleans, France, and already in cold storage, there was something a little different about this corpse, noted the morgue attendant. Oh. It, mm-hmm, it was still breathing. Uh, <laughs> a band tied around his head to keep his mouth closed seemed to be in the wrong place, the attendant recalls. I bent down to his mouth, ripped off the band, and I could feel him breathing ever so lightly against my hand. Says says the living corpse, by the way. Well, I guess that's the guy who did it. Uh, who attempted to kill himself by taking pills after his girlfriend dumped him. Ah, uh, uh, it was probably you. You probably didn't friend him on that's Facebook. That's right. He took pills and tried to kill himself. I declined his Facebook request. It's my yeah. fault. <laughs> I, he says, I won't be doing such a stu- stupid thing in the future. <clears throat> I'll oh. try and commit a suicide. Mm-hmm. One trip to the grave is enough. So anyways. Well. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know what? Uh, I was actually thinking, because our guest is coming on the show, and she is a, a psychic medium. And I think this should be one of the requirements for people who work in the mug. Mm-hmm. Because if this guy was a psychic medium, he would have known that that guy was still uh, Apparently, so apparently, yeah. But let's 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 get an expert involved in this. Why I think bring, we need to. Why don't we bring our guest on the phone? She's a really neat person. Uh, a little dated on the clothes. I think she's back stuck with that new age stuff. You know, whatever. Oh. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but she is a psychic medium, and I really want to talk to her. She's Deb Miller. Hi, Deb. <laughs> Am I here? No, you're here. You're oh, somewhere good. else. You are <laughs> astral projecting into the a- airways. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been having such a great time listening to the two of you and trying not to giggle because I wasn't sure if. I oh, would, uh, no, we can't. We we can't hear you. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's good. <laughs> so they have so, to laugh talk about your phone. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Deb, you are a psychic medium, and you have a website which is called um, www.viewbeyond.us. The questions only get tougher, I can tell you that. There you go. <laughs> I'm ready for them. Bring them on. All right. But, okay, so let's talk about the, the, the website again. What, what was that website again? It's viewbeyond.us. .us. Mm-hmm. Okay, because you couldn't spell .com. Is that what it was? Uh, oh, no, I thought it was kind of I know, cute. U.S. I get it. You know, viewbeyond right. us. Get it? Right. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Oh, I got it. I, wait a minute. It just came to me. I had an He's epith- a little slow. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> an epiphany. I had an epiphany. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, what am I talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so on your website, you, you've got this, this visual, okay? You're going to talk about the cow and the dolphin, aren't you? This is the deal. You know, I mean, I, I couldn't get the U.S. part, so how am I going to get a cow and a dolphin jumping out of the sea together? I don't get that. Well, did, did you read the quote around it? It says, where we let go of what we are, we become what we might be. Oh, I get it. I get it. So No, if, you don't. 
Yes, it's, it's like it's like Anne. If she does, if she lets go, she could become a cow. Um, well, well, you know, we could be told that we're a cow, and we could think that we're only a cow, but we might be much more than a cow. That's right. I think I'm the dolphin. Sorry. There you go. <laughs> oh, right. That's what I meant. <laughs> a- anyway. Yeah. yeah, it's something to think about. Yeah, I, I'm being bad today, and I do apologize. No, uh, no actually, it's helping me relax. I'm yeah. used to it. There you go. I, I'm just used to it. Whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. Dor- Dorothy sent me specific instructions to take it easy on you, which is Did she really? Good... She's such yeah, a she sweetheart. Oh. Yeah, she is. Yeah. I, what about me? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. You, you don't friend anybody, but who the hell cares? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I friend a lot of people. Yeah. I just have to have a little inkling of who the heck they are. That's all. <laughs> hey, it was just my birthday, and I got like 6,000 birthday That's wishes, so I don't right. even care who these people were. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was it was crazy, but, I mean, that's what it is. You know, I, I accept anybody. Give us you your poor, your tired, your dingident. <laughs> <laughs> your what? Dingident. Your dingident. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to shut off my headset. I'm too loud. I, oh I think God. I think someone's starting on the um, uh, St. Patrick's Day treats a little early. I think no. so too. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't drink. Uh, well, yeah. sort of, kind of. That's right. I can vouch for him. Uh-huh. I, I sort of, probably a good sort thing, of don't drink. Yeah. yeah. I, however, <laughs> do drink. <laughs> and makes up for both of us. <laughs> I, yeah. If I work with Ron, it's a prerequisite. Okay. I see. So. You, you know, you, funny you mention that, Ian, because I noticed that Richard, every time he's on the end, now has a glass of wine with him. I, 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 you know, I'm getting, uh-huh. beginning to think that maybe I have that effect on people. I'm not sure. Uh, I've got mine right in front of me. It says it's 5 o'clock somewhere. Oh, God, no. So, anyways, um, yeah. we, we, we do have a, uh, <clears throat> a good guest on the show. And, and the reason I brought her on the show, not because she's a great person, but... Uh, no. Yeah, and she's a babe too. She looks pretty cool too. Uh, but the the thing, the cool thing about this is that I was talking with her, and she was telling me because we've always had this discussion. You know, this I just go on and on. But anyways, we've always had this discussion about what, especially with Leslie Biden. Leslie always brought that up: is why can't psychics talk to people in comers? And you know how much. I mean, how useful would that be? You know, rather than trying to talk to people that have already passed, you could talk to people who are still alive but can't talk back. And, Deb, you were telling me that you actually do this? I have done this. Um, really? so there's, there's a difference between the word psychic and the word medium, to, to clarify right yeah, away. Um, a psychic is picking up, if you, if you think of your chakras and your aura as energetic suitcases, if you will. And as you go through your life, you pack away your experiences within these different suitcases. And so that's, that's a little different than mediumship. Mediumship is more spirit communication. Now, a lot of people can define mediumship as spirit communication with those who have passed on. But if you think about it, we're all spirit already. And if you approach it from that angle of spirit messenger and connecting with the spirit of people, whether they're past or whether they're here, well, then that opens up a whole other option of communicating with them. I spent um, 18 years 
about as a hospice nurse and also working with people oh, with God multiple disabilities. Uh, and uh, well, you know, when you're when you're hatched like this, you kind of have to find a legitimate way to use it. <laughs> so I thought, hmm, what can I do with this? <laughs> you know, it seemed like a, a no-brainer for um, for a, a good use of mediumship skills. And I discovered along the way that really what I was doing is interacting with spirit of those that are living as well as those who are past or those who are walking the line, in fact. And, um, you know, I, I started thinking about it and thinking, well, wh- what does that even mean? You know, what is spirit? We're all so busy trying to wonder what that is. And if you can think about it as we all have free will, and we have free will now, and we have free will later, you, it's the untrackable part of ourselves. There's no DNA. There's no free will organ. So this is what's contained within our bodies that makes us all unique, and this is also what's released from our bodies as we pass into spirit. Um, there's some old Celtic thoughts, too, of... Um, you know, do you view people as a spirit in the body, or do you view people as a body within a spirit? So if, if you mix these kinds of concepts together, then connecting with those who are nonverbal for whatever reason, or even those who are, you know, when we do phone readings, um, mm-hmm. people could be across the country, across the world, in Jupiter, and if the free will of their spirit decides to try and connect with the vibration of our spirit, then yep, you, you can have some yep. kind of combination. Yeah, but you really shouldn't talk like that. There are no people in Jupiter. People are going to think you're nuts, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but there's, there's that whole alien theory. That's another show. <laughs> <laughs> it actually makes sense because, it, uh, you know, I never really, I mean, I understand that psychics and mediums, I don't know, whatever you, you want to use. Uh, no, 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 talk- it's different. Whatever. It's, it's, no, <laughs> I'm not going to let you get away with that. You can Whatever. be psychic without being a medium. But, okay. you, you know, you can... Um, you can be psychic and be a large, but that doesn't really matter. <laughs> Whoever talks to spirits, okay? That would be more mediumship. Whatever. That's not necessarily what a psychic would do. So... A psychic is reading from your energetic suitcases. A medium is connecting with spirit. So oh, a, wait a minute. So, so a dog whisperer... Yep. Is what, a psychic or a medium? Um, I would say more of a medium, because they're connecting with the spirit of the dog. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. What if All the right. dog was dead? Same thing. Oh, you're going to get into this dogs have no soul conversation right now, oh, no. aren't you? <laughs> no, I, I promised I would be good. And I would be good. I am not, I'm, I'm not ready for bring, you, Ron. <laughs> I'm not breaking up, bringing up Duncan McDougal. I will not do that. Uh, <laughs> Deb, I have to say, okay, that is a great analogy. That's probably, you know, between the psychic and the medium explanation, probably the best analogy that I've, I've heard so far because I always get really confused oh, by those you. two things. And that mm-hmm. really, I think, makes it clear. Thanks. So I appreciate I've had 40-some-odd years of thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good to know it landed in a good place. <laughs> oh, I think so. I think so. You're 45? Uh, no, no, 40-something. That's as close as you get. I look. I thought you look like about you know thirty two ish, maybe thirty three ish. Smoke and mirrors. You know? right. yeah. I have a twenty two year old son. You know, at some point he's going to be older than me. I don't know how yeah, that's going to happen. But. People used to get married when they were twelve. So I mean, that's it's, right. it's possible. I know yeah. I did. I know yeah. I did. Yep. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> yeah, I guess I did that too. Yeah, yeah that explains that 21-year-old. That yeah, I let's go with too. that. That's yeah, I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Ann has her uh, cosmetic surgeon on oh, sea dial. <laughs> it's clean living. Tighten, you yeah, tighten, yeah, whatever you get, that's fine. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You know what? I don't have to worry because all i got to do is throw a hat on my head and I'm like 20 years younger. Oh, there you go. Okay, Ron, you keep telling yourself that, honey. No, no, it's true. I look around at women that are older and it comes down to clothes and makeup and and hairstyle, so you wear that hat. You go with it. There you go. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyways, you actually brought up something interesting, and I do want to get a little bit more into this coma thing, but uh, if you can communicate with people who are living, okay, Mm -hmm. and and this kind of goes back to astral projection and that type of stuff, too, uh, because you communicate connecting, whatever, but let's, let's go there. Let's, okay, so if you can connect with from. people that are living, <laughs> hey. Where are you going? <laughs> then, for instance, that's one of the biggest things about EVPs is that some people say, that uh, critics say, that EVPs are actually produced by the person who are trying to collect them or uh, people in the general vicinity who are answering the question in their own mind and I captured on the uh, uh, recorders and whatever else that that, that uh, mm-hmm. they try to capture with. So that actually makes sense. Okay. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I do agree with that to a certain extent. Yes. Oh, can you see the analogy? I do. Yes. Yes. Okay, Ron, you had a good analogy too. <laughs> Two? Why, you had one? I missed it. Deb had one. Oh, Deb had one. Deb oh, had right. One. Okay, Deb right. Yes. <laughs> Got one there. Um, I so, see why you don't drink, Ron. Uh, so, okay. so, the, so the the thing is, if if we, uh, I mean, it all goes to be, I guess, the power of the mind. Mm-hmm. That, that's kind of what we're talking about, aren't we? Um, I, I, no? don't, I don't uh, think so. Uh, okay. So. You, you, tell us what, you tell us what I we're think, talking about. Well, I, I think like I need know. to keep my mind out of it, because if I put my mind into it, then all of a sudden I'm thinking, gee, could that be true? That sounds really crazy. Hey, what does this piece of information mean? And I start interpreting what's coming to me, and that's not really my job. Mm-hmm. You know, my job is to stay out of my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're going to let me get away with that? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting. I realized as soon as that fell out of my face that I <laughs> opened myself wide up there. But my my job really is to not focus on things mentally, but to rather stay more in my heart center, more in my energetic field, um, more connected with that spirit and free will part of myself, if you will, mm-hmm. and um, and just kind of uh, take in that information and trust it. I mean, anyone who does this kind of work, whether they're a medium or there's some other kind of reader, Everything that comes out of your face is bizarre, you know. I, I, if I see something in a room, I say, hey, there's a cow, there's a cow, there's a cow in the room. Why would there be a cow standing behind you? It's not for me to go into my head and say, oh, they must have lived on a farm. Perhaps they had a pet cow because now I'm getting in the way. Mm-hmm. So I have to keep my mind out of it and just give the information and let the person that is coming through um, in spirit, through their free will, and the person who I am reading for to communicate the message to, 
I have to let them connect the dots with their mm-hmm. own with their own free will and their own minds and their own life experiences. Because I don't know these people at all. I may never see them again. I'm going to get little blips and pieces and snippets and essences of the story and who these people are and just have true faith, which has nothing to do with the mind, that these things are relevant and they're going to land in the right spot. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I Actually, we had a comment from Nathan in the, uh, uh, the uh, chat room, and he said, evidently, you're out of your mind. So that's what you're talking about, right? <laughs> I knew somebody was going to have to hit on that. You know, that was just, that was too welcoming. <laughs> yeah, but, but no, no, seriously, now, um, I'm still trying to fathom this. I'm really having Yeah, you're certain... having a hard time. Go, hit yeah, me with a well, Because if you no, are, somebody else is. So let's go with it. Well, well let's, let's get an example of it, okay? I mean, th- this whole thing, anyways, about spiritualism, everything, is, is not really something you can put your finger on real easy. It's, you know, it's, it's not quantitative. It's, it's not something you can measure and, and smell and touch. Um, so when you, now, did you, when you were a hospice nurse, okay, let's start back in the, in the day. Go ahead. Okay. And were you uh, practicing at, at that time, communicating with people who were nonverbal? How do you like that, nonverbal? You know. There you go. Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. You know, I, so, I have. I, so I, us, I came out us, this way, and it was a natural part of my upbringing. So, so give us an example. Okay, so you're, you're a, a hospice nurse. You, you, you're going around doing your thing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what happens? I mean, how, how do we get from, you know, you're taking care of the people, next thing you know, you're connecting with them. Or, or listen, or hearing them, or, or I'm trying to understand what what do you do? Okay, so well, explain that to me. Okay, um, someone could be you know in their room and they're nonverbal. They may seem like they're not even really very present. Um, I'm going in there. I'm giving them care. I'm, I'm doing all the nursey type things that you're supposed to be doing. And then you know I'm calm and I'm focused. And they're calm and they're focused because something in their spirit acknowledges me with trust. And so I get an idea or an image or a sensation in my body that their spirit has shared with me. And then I responsibly follow through with it. It could be something as simple as, you know, my right hip is really hurting. Can you adjust me? It might be something as, you know, can you give my daughter daffodils when she comes? And then I give the daughter the daffodils and she falls apart because... You know, you know, they what? grew daffodils in their yard all her life, and they were her favorite. So well, it's very specific. Hold that, hold that thought, because we actually have to take a break. That, that half hour blew by. I don't know where it went to. Wow. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles, the next generation, with Ann Carrigan and Ron Kolick. And our very special guest is Deb Miller. And we'll be right back <laughs> at the following messages on TojiNet, Ghost Channel, and beyond. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. The American Rock and Roll Countdown with Alex Price. Now this Saturday morning, we're going to count them down one more time from number 40 all the way to number one with the official Classic Hits Countdown, the American Rock and Roll Countdown. 
We'll count down the biggest hits of the 70s with interviews and artist information, news, weather, sports, you name it, we'll have it this Saturday morning, 9 o'clock Eastern, right here on Toginet for the American Rock and Roll Countdown. The American Rock and Roll Countdown on Toginet. Renowned and gifted psychic medium, Sylvia Rossi, explores the mysteries of this life, the afterlife, and the unseen world that surrounds us all. And the show called Make Contact with Sylvia Rossi. Wednesdays at 2, 1 p.m. Central here on Toginet. Sylvia Rossi with her special guests and other fellow psychics invite you to call in and make contact with the world beyond and get answers to your questions. Psychic medium Sylvia Rossi has been sharing her gift professionally for the last 17 years. Sylvia has made it her mission to help individuals and families understand their eternal connection to loved ones that have passed on, bringing relief and comfort to countless souls who have been touched by her gift. She's had the privilege of meeting and working with many psychologists who continue to recommend their clients to her when conventional methods have failed. Now it's your turn to make contact with host and psychic medium Sylvia Rossi. Wednesdays at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ian and our special guest, psychic medium, Deb Miller. Hi. Hey, we're back again. Welcome so, back. did you hear that Sylvia commercial? I did. Okay. Make contact with beyond. <laughs> uh, I like that. Anyway, all right. So uh, we, we kind of got interrupted. In fact, someone from the chat room, by the way, Cat up in Canada. Hey, Cat, love you. Um, she she actually said she made contact with her granddad, who actually came out of a coma and spoke about things that she saw, which was kind of interesting. There you go. Hmm. That's really uh, amazing. And I mean, I, she said, you know. At least she got to see him before he died, and um, I mean that's that's like so important because I mean my father passed away when I was very young, and like I never like I had seen him the day before, but I mean I never saw him again, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's just it's a really traumatic thing, and I think it's really really important, you know, even if they're not uh, conscious or or whatever. I mean, you know, just to be there. Right. You know, Absolutely. to see them that or talk Absolutely. to them one last time. So, definitely. And, and definitely assume yeah. that on some level they're very present. Mm-hmm. You, know? And, and, you know, it's funny because my dad passed away at uh, a, a family outing, and uh, he never did get to say goodbye to my mom. And so that night uh, when she was in her room, uh, he came to her. And of course, she screamed and then disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you know, it, she was like that. She was like that in real life, in any way. But, <laughs> but you know, wait a minute. It, it, it was just my birthday a little while ago, and I heard my mom on, which I thought was interesting too, because I was my mom's favorite, of course. Of course, of course. <laughs> but I, th- I heard that. <laughs> So yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, that was kind of uh, kind of cool. So I really do think that a lot of people try to make contact, and but I, I've re- really never heard about this this coma thing. I mean, well, I want to back, you, backtrack for one second. Yeah, that's what I want right. to do. I, I know we get so interrupted with well, the break and everything. More relevant with what you're saying now. I, I think it's very important to point out too that um, 
you know, it, so many of us want to have contact, and we may not. And that doesn't mean that the, the loved one in spirit doesn't love us or that, you know, that, that something's broken or something's um, it It more means that, you know, they're busy doing their job and you're busy doing your job, and for whatever reason, energetically, there's not the ability for the connection. And I, and I think that's important to remember because I've had so many clients come to me and say, my, my mom's been gone for 15 years and I keep trying and I don't know why she doesn't come to me. I ask for her in dreams, I, you know, I go and I see mediums and, and I never get her. And, you know, it's not a reflection of the love and the bond between you. And I think it's very important to remember that. If we could think of, if you think of the spirit as being never-ending and that we have a period of time where we're here in our material bodies as being like when we go to school from kindergarten through 12th grade is when we're in our bodies. But most of our lives is outside of 12th grade. That's where we spend a lot of our time learning and developing and refining ourselves. If you can think of our spirit time here in the body, and then 12th grade is, would be our death. And we go on into spirit form, and we continue to learn and evolve and develop. Mm. And we may or may not be able to make those connections. So, you know, it doesn't mean that they're not somehow present in your life mm. and that they're not somehow still connected to you. It just means that the frequencies aren't matched at that point for whatever reason. Right. right? And, yeah. So for people to feel abandoned, you know, I think yeah. is, um, is, is very important to challenge. I, I don't think that that happens. Right. And we have a question in the chat, too, that says, um, does she believe uh, that they can connect with us in our dreams? Absolutely. Sometimes we're so freaking busy. All day, can I say freaking? We're so sure. busy um, all day long, racing around and doing all the, all the hamster wheel things, that we don't stay still enough. We don't quiet our minds enough. And the only mm-hmm. time they can get through to us is when we're, when we're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, right. When we're kind of comatose. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That right. doesn't mean that every time you dream about Aunt Mabel that Aunt Mabel came to you. You'll know the difference. Something will feel distinctly different. And, you know, there's a difference between a memory and a visit, mm-hmm. right? And you'll know. You'll just know. Um, but, yes, very much so. Yeah, I mean, we, we actually, I mean, my wife's mother was in a nursing home for, I guess, about three years. And she ended up in basically in a comatose state, in, in a fetal position. And, and, you know, you would go there and you would visit her for, you know, Ever and you, you just wished. I mean, you'd hold their hand and all this stuff, but you just wish you could, you know, communicate something with to her. I mean, mm-hmm. why? Why? I mean, I, um, and this is kind of go. I just happen to see one in, in the chat room that says, uh, oh, "Why don't we hear more about people who can speak with people in comas? Why don't we? Why? I mean, if, if this, I mean, to 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 my wife, for instance, if you were there at that time and you were able to get a message of some sort." From, I mean, I understand that sometimes it's just like my shoulder hurts, you know, ch- turn me or whatever. I mean, you're getting that part. But, I mean. Well, you do get more specific messages, you know. You Who's going to take care of my dog? Or, <laughs> you know, let, really? let this one know I'm sorry. Or, you know, that, that there are very specific messages that come through in all categories that you can imagine that would be relevant to someone um, uh-huh. in their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want Margaret to have my marble table. <laughs> you know? right. Oh, I wanted that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of interesting, and huh. um, I I can't tell you why more people don't 
come forth with being able to do this. There's no guarantee, like with interacting with any person. You know, you have a conversation with each other, and you may think you know what they're going to say, but there's no guarantee that they're going to respond that way. And again, that's because they have free will. Mm-hmm. And they have other things that may be um, on their mind or in their responsibility set, and they may not be able to respond a certain way. You know, right. so when, whenever whenever I have a session with somebody, or whenever somebody has a request for a specific something, I, I always preface it with, "We'll give it our best effort," mm-hmm. but we have to remember that it, it may or may not be able to to come through because there are a lot of variables. Right. Like. Right? That's in, I mean that's I'm I'm, I'm sorry Ian okay. but that's that's kind of the the problem about it is that um, isn't that the problem with anything you go to a psychiatrist and there's no guarantee that they're going to exactly. be exactly yeah, right <laughs> people want they want to get what they want I guess that's how you say it. it's like when we do ghost hunts okay when we go ghost hunts we take people on ghost hunts to, to search for ghosts in a particular location if they don't experience something. I mean, they're totally bummed out. The next thing you know, you could be, oh, there's, you know, these guys are phonies. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying oh, that, right. happened. Yeah. that yeah. never happened to me, but uh, it, it, it does happen. So, I mean, so that's the same risk that you would take, correct? Well, ne- next to love, hope is the most powerful thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So if that's you're good. working with somebody's hopes, you know, it's, it's very tender territory. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you, you really have to honor that vulnerability that they're handing to you. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I mean, and today, today is a significant day for me because um, one of my, my best friends um, passed away on this day five years mm-hmm. ago mm-hmm. and took her life, unfortunately. And um, it was probably the most traumatic thing I've ever gone through as an adult in my life. Sure. And, you know, I always wonder, I'm like, you know, like I'm, I'm always out there doing this stuff, and I'm like, why doesn't she ever talk to me? Right. <laughs> you know? That's, and, that's what we were talking about earlier. Right. And is she, you know, is she my spirit guide or, or you know, and, you know, you always want, you always, you, you're right. I mean, you want that contact. Right. I want her to come to me and say, Ian, it's okay. Right. You know what I mean? And right. Just to have that relief, mm-hmm. I think. And, and it's okay in terms of where she is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Um, right. You know, you you bring up you bring up suicide, and I know that there are a lot of organized religious practices that teach that um, if you commit suicide, you know, you're condemned to these horrible places, and you're going to be buried outside of the cemetery, and mm. and all of these scary things, and. Um, you know, I, I don't think that suicide is is a good option. We'll mm-hmm. put that out there right away. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I have yet to meet um, a spirit who has ended their life, um, who has been condemned to some dark, hairy, miserable place. Mm. You know, that's good. It's it's very <laughs> important for people to understand that that, actually, that they actually, have and that they're learning, just like anybody else who passes and is learning. I actually have a, an account of a guy, actually a priest, who died and went to hell and came back. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, hmm, interesting. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. That doesn't, that doesn't resonate with my personal experiences. Um, it should I'm not, I'm not discounting. It should Yeah, it right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I'm, I'm not discounting his experience. I just, 
I have nothing to add to that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll have to dig that up because that was kind of interesting. Because there's also a guy who 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 wrote a best-selling book. In fact, it was on a New York Times bestseller. I think it's 90 minutes in heaven or 90 seconds in heaven or some stupid thing. But but uh, it's a bestseller because it's basically a guy who died and went to heaven. So, and you know, I've had two near-death experiences myself. So. Um, yeah, I think there's something else after death. There's no doubt in my mind about it. Uh, what it is is maybe we don't know. I mean, who knows, really, until we die. I mean, we all have our points. We we did table tilting yesterday at our paranormal study group, and which was really interesting. I had never seen it done this way before. And different entities came through, not just spirits that had passed and, and had certain messages for certain people, but supposedly guides came through, we had angels that came through, so we had all kinds of, you know, different entities, so, I mean, there's, there's a lot of different things out there that we, we don't know about, and, and and if you believe that there are uh, angel entities or, or a spirit guide entities, then you, you can believe there are demonic entities or negative entities as well. Mm-hmm. Because you really can't have one without the other. You can't have good without evil. You can't have light without darkness. Yeah, I mean we have that. We have that within ourselves exactly. as well. You know, and it's it's really a matter of where you choose to live. I mean, even our physical body is a constant reminder of that. If we're looking ahead of us, we can't see behind us. You know, if our retina even has blind spots, so our physical body has a constant reminder that. You know, that that we can't see all things at all times. We can't, um, you know, we, we have to choose where we're, where we're focusing our attention. You know, so if you think of things in terms of dark and light or good and evil and you think mm-hmm. of things in terms of, you know, within us or, or outside of us, you know, it really does remind us that, again, I'm going to go back to the free will, that we get to choose where we live. We get to choose where we focus our, our view and our attention. Uh, right. Does that make sense? Uh, absolutely. And uh, it's, I mean, you look at the, the, the uh, that that thing that's out there, the cigarette. Uh, it's, I don't know what you're going to call it, an ideology or whatever. Uh, but that's basically you're creating your own reality. Hmm. So if you, for instance, a lot of people say, well, I don't believe in, in darkness. I don't believe in in uh, demonics uh, or negative, uh, and basically they do that is because they don't want to allow that negativity, the demonics, or whatever, into their lives. So by denying it, uh, they're creating their own reality that, in their reality, that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Does that even make sense? Wow, that was well, kind that's of one evil. way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. one way to yeah. think of it. Or you can just acknowledge that you know, everything has um, varying degrees. You right. Know, that there's there's one extreme or the other, and there's all the gray area in between, and that rather than denying that the other areas exist, you, you get to just say, I choose this. Right. 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 
Right. So, anyways, you listen to Ghost Chronicles, the uh, next generation, with uh, Ann Kerrigan and Ron Kolick, and our special guest is Deb Miller. If you have a question for us, uh, you want to chime in on this conversation, you can call us at 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869, or you can join us live in the Tojinet chat room, or you can go to our other page, which is... Um, on Facebook, which is Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, and like it, and you can chime in there as well. Right. Hmm. I have a question. I know you would. Good job. I'm psychic, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Not me. But um, now I know you said, so in hospice, you, it, you, you've worked with, you know, people who are, who are in this nonverbal state before. Have you ever had a family member you know, of this person come to you and ask you to try and, 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 and speak with, you know, their loved one? Or is it something that you prefer to have that nonverbal person communicate to you, if that makes sense? Um, I, I just want to make sure I understand your question. Mm-hmm. So um, mom is, is in hospice, right. and daughter comes to me and says, can you ask mom what she wants me to do about the dog? Mm-hmm. Is this right. what you mean? Yes. Um, okay. Um, I, I have had people do that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I had to be fairly selective mm-hmm. with, um, you know, there's a certain finesse that right. you have to use to maintain your professionalism as a nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you can't go around blatting, hey, I'm a psychic medium, I can talk. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, Deb, come to the office, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Um, but, but um, yes, that has happened. Mm-hmm. You know, I, go ahead. It, it, it does. It works, it works both ways. You know? I, did, I didn't know if you would feel that it was a violation of the, the comatose person's Trust, like in other words, they could oh, say okay. to you, "I, I want to, I want to give this answer," or you know what I mean. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's that's part of the ethical and professional responsibility. Right. Um, you know, and and so it comes with a degree of measure, of um, you know, carefulness, mm-hmm. and you you go into that situation very carefully and with respect. And um, I often will, uh, in that situation, I I would measure whether or not I felt it was appropriate to respond. But right. I would also, um, if I did feel it was appropriate to continue, I would ask the, the person's permission. You okay. know, are, are you comfortable um, having this conversation? And if so, give me some information so that I can validate to your loved one that this is indeed you and not me giving my opinion. Mm-hmm. And so then they would come through with, with very specific evidence, if you will, that, um, that only they would know. Things about, um, about their personality, things about the environment, things about a past experience, um, you know, that, that kind of thing, where the person would understand, yes, this is mom that's communicating this and not Deb's interpretation. And then from there, I can ask the question and give them the answer. And it's between them if they choose to to follow it through any further. Um, you're right, though. There is a huge ethical responsibility. And 
um, it is very, very important if somebody chooses to go that route that they are really discerning about who they give their vulnerability to. Mm-hmm. You know, right. before they invite, you know, oh, now I'm going to go and get this medium to talk to my mom. And you know, <laughs> be very, very careful, yeah. you know, that, that you have chosen somebody carefully who is going to honor and respect the vulnerability of the situation ethically. Right. Yeah. So it's a good question. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I just, I think that would be definitely something I would be thinking of if I was in your position. Yeah, well, you know, you definitely have those people where you just know you don't want to get involved. Mm, you know? Right. <laughs> you know, you you know, know they're up to no good. Yeah, exactly. The hair on the back of your neck stands up and you yeah. just say, hmm, I, I really, I really, you find some, some careful way to, <laughs> to work your way around it. And you're also, um, you know, you also develop a certain amount of finesse to be able to integrate these skills mm. into your work without it necessarily being detectable right. by people other than, you know, the, the client. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I like, uh, it, you know, if somebody tells me to bring daffodils, I don't have to say, oh, you know, your mom said I should give you these daffodils. I can just make the daffodils appear on the nightstand right. and, let, and let them have their experience. I don't have to go into the whole song and dance about how, oh, your mother came to me last night. Well, I'm, uh, you know, they, they, they may not need to know that. Right, and that... You know? It could really freak them out, too. Yeah, of course. You know, you know? Well, God, everybody could... is, like, welcoming of that. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so, so, you know, there is that kind of discernment, mm-hmm. you know, that, um, I don't know, I guess I can equate it with um, parental discernment, you know. Right. You, you may kind of, you know things, but, you know, you, you measure, you know, how much you you bring out based on their personality and the need of the situation and, and, you know, you have to ask yourself at all time, what is the goal for sharing this, right. you know? What, what's, what's the end result um, mm-hmm. or the motivation? You know, yeah? uh, it's, it's still not an exact science. I mean, uh, I've listened to Nothing's many, an exact science. many, many <laughs> mediums and psychics. I mean, for instance, John I can't Holland. even get someone to diagnose my car properly sometimes, you know? <laughs> Every, you know, everybody knows that, that that's, that's just a, you have to be psyched to get your car fixed. But anyways, <laughs> um, John Holland, you heard of him before, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Sure. Well, he was on uh, Laura and uh, Dawn's show, uh, Walking the Path, and, and I listened to it. And it was interesting because um, some guy called up for a reading and said, um, okay, well, you know, I, I get a reading, this, blah, 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 blah. I want to make contact before I forget whoever it is. But John says, did he die recently? And the guy says, yeah, it was, uh, I forget what it was. And John John says, you know, you really should wait for like three months because a lot of times the spirit has to learn how to communicate from the other side. So it's it's kind of like the the movie Ghost where Patrick Swayze in the subway with the the guy who can push stuff around and he can't do it. He actually has to learn it. So I I, I do believe that. And in some of my investigations, we had made contact with spirits, spirits that had recently passed, and they were actually going to another spirit who had been long dead to communicate. Uh, right. So and that, that, there is some truth in that, but then there are also spirits who have been long gone, and, you know, it's, it's still an exercise. I mean, if you think of things energetically, right. just strip it down to pure energy. Just the fact that we're material means that our energy is vibrating at a lower pace. And the fact that they're immaterial 
means their energy is vibrating at a higher pace. And so we have to raise our energy, and they have to lower theirs in order to find that middle ground, you know, that snowy place where we can uh, transmit something to each other that we can each grab onto. Right. And, and I, uh, okay. Sorry. Oh, um, oh, my phone. <laughs> oh. <Uh-oh. laughs> warning, warning. There we go. How's this? Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. So, I mean, that's an exercise in and of itself. If you've been in spirit for, you know, lots and lots of years, because time is their own thing there, um, but you've never tried to directly communicate, it's also going to be an exercise, isn't it? I mean, it's just as much an exercise for them as it is for us, um, regardless of, um, and, you know, and I think the healing, a lot of times we want to contact certain spirit for our own reasons. But remembering that K through 12 analogy, um, where, you know, they're, they're doing a lot of learning and growing in spirit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that they, um, oh, I lost my train of thought. Where was I going? Hey! Yeah. Yeah. Up me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, they're also they're also learning and growing, and um, they have just as much as we want to reach out to them for our own purposes, our own comfort, our own healing, our own ideals. Um, their connection with us can also be very healing and um, uh, very comforting for them. So we, we, it's important to remember that these communications aren't just, you know, to be taken for granted, that there's actual work going on between the people. And, yeah, um, and I, yeah, I didn't, I wouldn't, you know, it's like I would never think of it that way, but it's so, and it's so true. And, like, I tried, I saw a psychic, you know, after my friend passed, like, and it was, like, six weeks, and she's like, it's too, it's too soon. She's, she's, she's being... Uh, basically, yeah, that's what she said. Like, she's being taught. She's, she's, right. she's no, I, I wouldn't automatically turn somebody away. Um, well, she still talked to me. She didn't yeah, turn me no, away. No, no, no. I mean, yeah. um, turn the question away, you know, and, and I know John touched on this last night in his interview as well, is that, you know, it, it's not impossible for them to come through. Right. You no. know, that they can, they can sometimes, they're ready. Right. Um, right. But sometimes but, the living's not ready. Uh, sometimes uh, whoever's not ready, you know. Sometimes the living, that, the, the living aren't ready. Sometimes the, those who've passed aren't ready. And sometimes they are. Sometimes, you know, it's it's just that moment that you need to catch your breath and go forward on both sides. Right. Um, you know, so it really is as individual as we are. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Oh, there's the well, doorbell. Somebody's at the, somebody's at the door. You want to check that in? <laughs> I'll go get it. I'll be right back. <laughs> well, it's not my house because I don't hear my dog. <laughs> I, I, I do what I, I mean, we only got two minutes left in the show. Oh, is that what that means? <laughs> um, but there's one thing I did want to touch on, too, and, and, and that is uh, at wakes and, and funerals, uh, I know that many psychics will go to a funeral, and the person who died will be there watching, his fu- watching the funeral. I mean, Absolutely. Uh, and, uh, I mean, Sean Portier is one of the witches of Salem. When he died, I, I, Jeff Belanger and myself went to, and Maureen went to the uh, the wake there, and uh, I brought an EMF meter, and, of course, the EMF meter went off. And uh, But, it, I mean, yeah, he no was there. You could definitely there's... tell he was here. But my my brother-in-law passed away uh, last year or the year before. I forget. Uh, time goes by so quickly. But I went to his um, 
wake. And while I was at his wake, I had to take my father-in-law home, so I left. And when I came back, it was after it already closed. And when I, when I got there, I went up to the coffin and did my final prayer. When I looked at my brother-in-law, he had a big shit-ass eating grin on his face. Okay. So the next day, I went back there and for the for the funeral and I went and I, I went to the coffee again and did, did my prayer when I went down it wasn't there right it, you know I mean it was a gift to, me, to me it was he, he was <laughs> saying yeah uh you know he was happy the way that you know who showed up and all that stuff that you know great. what I'm saying that's right yeah that's that right right Ron that's we got a 30 stuff. second warning well we've got a lot more to talk about so you're just gonna have to have me back yes Yes. Actually, we're going to talk about having a, you do a dining with the dead, which is going to be like a gallery. So oh, people oh sure. Fantastic. So, yeah, so I know we have, um, we have a big event coming up. I'm doing a fundraiser oh, yeah, for the Manhattan Mock yeah. Humane Society. Yeah. And that's on May that. 7th here in Swansea at the, at the Humane Society location itself. Um, May 7th from 10 to 4, there will be readers and vendors and speakers and even animal communicators. And then from 4 to about 6.30, I'll be doing a gallery reading there which is a separate ticketed event, and 100% of the proceeds are going to the Humane Society. So that's one thing you can check out on my website, but also on my Cheshire TV show, Your Metaphysical Connection, and that's ymc-online.info. You'll put that up for me, won't you? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> you better give it to Ann, because I, I, uh, I'm useless. I'll find it, Ann. Deb, Deb Miller, we want to thank you so much. Give us a website one more really. time quickly. Um, Viewbeyond.us. All right, thanks, Deb. Have a good night. Thank, thank you, you. Deb. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, that went quick, huh? Oh, it was great. Yeah, it was, it was decent. It was awesome. Well, time to wrap it up. So, good night and God bless, everyone. Good night, everybody. See you everybody. next week. From goalies to ghosties, only to 